0: Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Mindset Explosions, season number four, episode number twelve. Enjoy the journey. I've been joined today by Ned. Oh my God, we've had a great chat off there. Uh, I, I thought we was going to run over, <laughs> not get started, but I'm so excited to have uh, Ned on and just um, this evening, and just hearing about uh, your journey, Ned. I'm you know, really excited to hear you know for you to be able to share parts of that is so close to mine. It's <laughs> untrue, um, but. Enjoy a journey. You've obviously been on a big journey, which we'll, you know, hopefully we we'll get to share in just a bit. Um, and and I think it's such an important message that the journey has it, it has it ups and downs along the way. I'm um, I'm sure we're going to talk about purpose and having meaning. And I you know I want I I want to get onto the opportunity of you being able to share some of the great uh, projects and uh, workshops you got coming up because uh, he just told me about it, and literally the hair stood up on my arms. It, it I wow mind-blowing i can't wait ned welcome tell us a little bit about yourself
1: uh thanks matt i really appreciate doing stuff like this uh, and um i really what i appreciate about this is um anytime we get to share uh with people uh, sometimes just the smallest thing can can, can make the biggest difference uh, to people so uh, people like yourself creating these opportunities to share with people, I think, is really laudable. So, thanks for having me on it. Um, my, my journey, I think, uh, where, where do we start? Back in 1975, no,
0: you're sorry. in the war. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no, um, I think. I think where my my journey starts is probably as a as a young man. I said to you earlier, on, I, what I tried to do was um, I tried to do. What my father said would be the best thing to do which is get a great job uh, build a family you know go, go on holidays and um uh, that's something I, I actually did pretty well to be honest um i'll admit that i probably i'm not gonna say i wasted time in my 20s but i was a little a bit of a slow starter i i was at university and then i got the chance to travel um so getting into work and a career it took its time um but i realized in my, my my late 20s that i really needed to do something and achieve this thing about getting a house and a home and a family and managed to get myself a proper job wearing a suit and a tie with a shiny car and <laughs> good wages and um my girlfriend at the time was like we've got to buy a house, yeah, buy a house. um so built this dream and um Found myself in a job that I hated, um, you know, going out every day wearing a suit, um, even though I had the shiny car, even though we were going on a holiday, you know, to the mountains every winter and places like America in, in the summer, you know, didn't make up for the, the how would I say, it, almost disgust I had in myself for spending my time achieving nothing, just numbers, for for a sales company okay so who was that company for
0: ned can we say
1: yeah uh, it was astrazeneca who <laughs> at the time nobody knew but you know you know them now don't you saving the world one injection yeah. at a time um but yeah i mean it was it was a different i was in a different um place and i was i was working just to give you a little bit of background i worked with uh, primary care nurses and um, doctors and secondary care consultants in the respiratory field so anybody that's um, ever encountered asthma or copd i was heavily involved in the medication the devices that support people so at the time i thought i was doing something good and i was helping people overcome challenges like asthma no one should suffer from asthma by the way the medication and support that, that is produced by companies like Astrazeneca and the, the the support of the nhs is fantastic and anybody that does um, suffer i always suggest you know go see your respiratory nurse. but that was then all right uh that was great to have the shiny car on the holidays but it didn't satisfy me there was something missing and uh, i got made redundant from from there and um from that point, I, I hooked up with uh, one of my best friends when we were lads. I was his hoddy, and um, you know, in my early twenties, when I was strong, you know, uh, we were on site, um, and we said then we could do this. You know, we we could do our own uh, houses. We, we'd love to do that. And, and was that he? Bless him! All he ever wanted to do was build his own house, he Wanted to be a house builder. And we were, again, it was like, well, if we're building homes for people, that's a great purpose, right? Everyone needs a home. So uh, over the period of about, well, it was almost exactly seven years, we took um, the business from uh, three guys to uh, a team of 17. And in 2017, um, 18, the business turned over seven figures. We built five houses um, a handful of extensions, two loft conversions. We were killing it. Um, you know, so he was getting his dream, but it wasn't my dream. So I, I felt I felt lost. You know, I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I, 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 I thought, I'm in control of my destiny. But I wasn't really connected to anything important. Um, uh, and so I was, I was questioning that. And then um, at the same time, uh, my home life fell apart. So at the time, I owned two houses. My son was three years old. Um, My wife and I had been married for uh, four years. And um, uh, the marriage fell apart. Uh, Now, anyone who's ever been through this, you know there's more than one reason that that a marriage falls apart. And um, I'll be honest... I pointed the finger um, a bit too much at um, my my wife's illness. And, and I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there who are, have experienced this or are experiencing this. Um, and she talks about this openly, um, that she had uh, chronic clinical depression, which was probably sitting there waiting to happen before she got pregnant. And then uh, when our son was born, postnatal depression, really hit her hard. And so I got obviously caught up in that and um typically uh, i was really stoic about it um i felt like i was there to protect my wife and family and that i um i I was strong enough to do it and i look back now and and i freely admit the mistake i made back then was i didn't ask for help i really needed to ask for help and um uh, and, and I'll say that's where I needed to take responsibility for what happened with our relationship. If, if I hadn't have been such a stoic at that time and asked for help, you know, who knows ifs and buts, but who knows what would have, would have happened. So, you know, one day I had it all. And the next day it was gone. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I coped. I mean, I'll never forget I sold both the houses. And um when I was um when I was clearing up our home, um I found myself hoovering my son's bedroom floor it was empty. And I just I just burst into tears. It was it was too much, you know. Everything that I'd worked to create to to support my son, uh, to create a family, to have a future, I had this vision of, you know, um sitting around the table with grandchildren and you know all of it was gone and um, i could only look at myself and say you know i've made mistakes i couldn't point the finger at anybody else so it was tough um so then i started asking questions about what's more important to me i mean don't get me wrong this happened straight away i I went through a period of six to 12 months where i just couldn't enjoy anything There was like a a ceiling of joy um that i just couldn't get past i love snowboarding and i went on holiday with my mates you know they're like come come on holiday come on holiday it'd be great come on and i can just remember sitting on the ski lift going i'm not enjoying it you know i can't there's nothing i can enjoy here and i was doing my favorite thing so um I, i took ownership of that and started to um pick up on my uh, my habits and routines picked up on my health and fitness my nutrition and started to look at what was really important to me and started to really realize that if i'm going to be happy i have to do the things that make me happy Um, and martial arts had a huge part of that Um, connecting me in a martial arts gym um, made a massive difference to me not just because i got to you know, jump around and get fit and throw punches, you know, and, and get kicked and stuff like that. But the personal development side of it um, was huge. The continual assessment was something that I, I, I needed in my life. And and the, um, the 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 tutelage that I receive from my instructors, you know, constantly being shown that there is a better way to do something. You know until i got involved in martial arts if someone tried to tell me i could do it better i was like you well, know it's me you know <laughs> i could do this better but of course nowadays or anything i do you know a garden block and one of my instructors can go you can just do that do you know what i mean it's and it's not a problem i'm thank you thank you for showing me how i can be better so that was a huge part of my my development and i, I asked myself what the things that are important to me and i realized actually when I'm in that space and I get to help somebody else I buzz I feel so good when you whether it's a young person or an adult they just don't they're not quite getting it and you kind of figure out their learning style um or, or the, the the small the one tweak you need to make to help them just go ah oh, yeah okay it's unlocked and you, you see them flourish and it's thanks it's like Oh, oh, I'm breathing the air at last. You know, I'm sure you've experienced this a thousand yes, times. Yeah, yeah. That, that connection with helping other people and being able to, uh, you know, find out what's really important for myself, for people around me, um, taking, uh, you know, being aware of that and taking responsibility for it was what I realised I had to do. And and that's where um, uh, I decided I needed to, to leave the business. And do something that was about helping people um now those of you who believe uh in the power of attraction um uh whether you believe in the universe if you're spiritual if if you're religious uh, i don't think i could truly say to you that until that point i was i know i wasn't religious but i wasn't spiritual either uh, until i got to this point and i was like I've got to make something happen, you know, I've got to do something different. And I I procrastinated on it. And when I finally said to my business partner, I'm going to leave, you know, stepped over the threshold. You know, and I said, this this is something I have to do for me. We had a a huge conversation. uh, I will tell you, we're still best of friends, by the way. And that's testament to our relationship. And um, what I thought was going to be a protracted scenario, me and him agreed very quickly. It's like, no, we can sort the finances out, but you need to do what you need to do, which I really appreciate from his perspective because he could have made it difficult for me, but he didn't. It's like, there's the door, walk through it. I was like, all right, (laughs) okay. So that was pretty much the Friday. And those of you who um, who know, I, I work with um, Gordon Birchman, Business Mastery. Well, at that point, I was looking for him to be my coach. I, I crossed paths with him, you know, about a month before. R- really strange scenario. I was helping somebody else. And I brought him down to my gym to meet our, bo- our boxing coach down at uh, Pro Action. Um, Tom Nicholson is my, um, my instructor. And um, while I was there, I crossed paths with Gordon. And anyone who's encountered Gordon will know. He was like, it was up in my face straight away. Uh, what's your deal? I was like, whoa, who is this guy? So uh, a couple of weeks later, I, I kind of tried to find out what, what his deal was, With I could ask him to be my coach and um, got the money together to, for him to coach me and then decided to leave the business. So I rang him up and I said, like, dude, I'd love you to coach me and help me, you know, do what I need to do with the business for myself. But I've left the business I don't think it's the right thing for me to do to invest this money right now in this thing. All I know is um, I want to help people uh, in business. I want to help people personally. I want to to, to train, to coach, to speak, to write. And there's like, I've got an idea. Why don't you come work with me? it's well, a great idea. So it was literally it was Friday. I left our business the following Friday. I'm working for business mastery. And I was like, this is the universe. The universe has, has made this happen. There's, there's no way that I could, like, two weeks, I couldn't fathom. I was like, I made a decision that I wanted to help people. And I love martial arts for its personal development. I love business. And here I am working in the business of martial arts, helping other people. It was, it was an absolutely f- phenomenal thing. Now, i have cut to the chase. Very quickly, Gordon asked me, what are you doing? You know, he gave me that kick up the ass and said, you said to me what you wanted to do was you wanted to help people. So what are you doing? Um, which is why I started in Mindset Mechanic. Um, it's why I'm now um, coaching. Uh, so you might see uh, Nihad coaching. It's why I'm, I've created things like the toolbox training. I've just completed a, um, a five-day personal power plan challenge. And my next um project is uh the dad venture which is um a retreat for uh, fathers who who wish to connect through the spirit of adventure with their children you know my hope is that you know we get the experience to go together not grow apart and i'd love to do that in the mountains so that's where i am today i mean how long have i been banging on for now about that does does,
0: does that give you an insight into where yeah I yeah <laughs> I, i'm thinking of all my questions though no that's great ned um and i'm glad you said about the retreat um we don't want to hijack mother's day <laughs> so um but i think that's fantastic i think you know making memories with children is is so important and um funny enough, i forgot gordon is um I'm, finally got uh, got around to connecting with gordon and he's gonna be i'm interviewing him in a couple of weeks time so it'll be interesting that oh, you know you, anybody's yeah. this,
1: if you haven't seen gordon seriously he's gonna blow your mind just get get on that podcast i promise you it's gonna be awesome
0: yeah, he's done some great stuff for the martial arts industry in the uk uh, you know for sure um so just kind of going back a little bit and that's so, because you, you've been on one hell of a journey and and it's, it's it's blowing my mind a little it's very similar to mine maybe a few things are just a little bit the other way around but it makes a difference it's very similar um just in you know about the, the job and thinking about the purpose and and i guess as you all evolve i'm sure there'll be some other defining moments and i i guess where the world is at the moment as well i i i would bet money and I'd, and I'd probably win lows although the odds are probably pretty pretty low but there's a lot of people probably in that situation right now um i mean i changed my career when i was 30 and then i bought out a business or whatever it was um 2013 but again similar things these defining moments that mm. and sometimes you know tough times it sounds like you've been through it sounds like you've had your ups and your downs like everybody mm. and you Survive through that and you've come out of it and i love um i love some of the stuff you were saying about you know you you took ownership for it and I, I guess there's a lot of things there around mental health um and you know where, where these things life changes affect. and we do when we, when we are younger we have a concept of condition we probably do and we're doing it with our kids now whether we like it or not and it'd be different for them so eventually you know this is evolution right um but I think the couple of key points was, it sounds like you, you something felt like it was missing and you worked out. Now, going back, do you think, had you not, let's say you hadn't been redundant, do you think these things would have happened anyway, but it might have taken longer? Or do you think, um, no, you you would still be there? What do you think would have happened if you hadn't been made redundant?
1: Uh ooh. It's a good question. Um, Ifs, buts and maybes. I think that um, we all get these times in our lives where this shit hits the fan, you know, whether it's redundancy, whether it's, you know, marriage falling apart, whether it's a loss of somebody, you know, um, so and we all get to choose what happens following that. You know, as human beings, that's a a privilege that we have within the animal kingdom that we've got choice. So the short answer, I think, is that I think whatever happened, the sort of person I am, uh, I'd always look to to try and change the situation. If it's not right, I'll try and change it. I, I needed to grow up a bit. Yeah. You know, that's the truth of the matter. I needed to have an experience which kicked me out the backside and said, you simply going to work every day and bringing home a, a, a cheque and be able to pay the bills it's just not good enough you know um you need to do more um and i, and I think that that's a huge part of what drives me is that i know you, you mentioned this probably so many people that have similar experience you yourself has a similar experience i know that there are men out there who are truly capable human beings and have either found themselves trapped in a situation that you're just not happy in or they're not making the choice and I, 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 we're talking about this today actually um when uh when i was working for AstraZeneca and i didn't like it i started looking for other jobs and i looked for other sales jobs mm. and um you know there was some great opportunities out there and i was got i got offered another job and i I turned it down because all it was, was it was the same golden handcuffs, just in a different hue, you know? Uh, and uh, what I needed to do was let go of those shackles um, and actually become the person that I would have needed to become. And it's something that something that Gordon talks about all the time is, you know, we all have a genius and I'd no idea what that meant, you know, until I got put into that situation where I lost Everything I created, you know, it just became meaningless. I'm like, where is my meaning in my life? What, what's my purpose? What's what's going? What's going to make the difference? You know, for me, for other people. How? And, and that's that. That's where that's. I think it probably always would have happened. And if I'm if I'm brutally honest, that it probably could have happened sooner. But I didn't take responsibility. You know. I,
0: yeah maybe but i think i think sometimes because I, I think like that sometimes i think i wish i you know i wish i i, I could have worked this all out sooner but also i realize and you probably are saying there, is that i had to i had to do that stuff because it mm. actually i learned, it, i hated that job but now when i look back actually i got some great skill sets out of that i got some great things i learned the things some things that you know definitely don't want to be like that and that you know Certain things I can put in. I was an engineer, I was an electrical engineer. You know, sat in an office, same thing. So there was, there was things, elements of that I was able to bring to when I become, you know, martial arts instructor, similar, you know, journey as yourself. Um, so I, I guess it's one way or another, I, and like you, I, you know, it's like, you know, I'll go. I was looking for jobs, and then did some traveling, and came back, and I went back to the same thing. And it was, it was like, it's like might as well be on a hamster wheel, just going around and round. Money was good, great, but I wasn't like. It's just it's that fulfilment, isn't it? And for some people, that's fine. I I think like it's understanding our. Would you say part of the journey is understanding ourselves? Mm. Realizing it's an I got a need to give. I need to give. I love helping people. I don't necessarily do it for the, the the kick I get out of it. Just if I use martial arts as an example, so say we, we do a grading. And we, we haven't been able to do it last year, but normally I have like a big ceremony at the academy and, you know, there's food, there's drinks, it's just a celebration. And I just love to stand there and just watch everyone like chatter, chatter chatter, making these connections and the, hey, do you remember in the grading it was blah, 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 blah. And do you remember we had to do this? I love watching that. It's like, oh my God, this is it. This, this is my dream, you know, that has come. So um, I went off on one end, but yeah, ba- basically, and going back on part of your journey, um, I guess you thought we, we talked about men's mental health and it and similar in that uh, as a time, I wish I just asked for some help. I'm terrible for it. I'm, I feel I'm a little bit better. Um, do you, do you feel that's something that's been ingrained in, in us, uh, as a young age, or is it part of uh, our, our makeup as, as males? What do you think that is?
1: Uh, I think <laughs> you'll find across the board that, um, uh, and I, I find this out all, all the time when I, when I talk to, to clients, um, whether it's in martial arts uh, as business owners, uh, whether it's my own coachees. One of the questions that I'll ask people is, you know, um, you know, how much time do you spend helping others? And those who say all the time, uh, the next question I ask is, well, how often do you accept, accept help from other people? And mm-hmm. it's always never. Mm hmm. Yeah. And so there's this, there's this, um, there's no balance in the situation. Help, 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 help. Someone goes to help you. No, it's all right. I'm fine. Okay. And, and life is about balance, right? Yeah. And one of the things that I'd had to learn was it's all well and good me being this person, you know, being the hero, helping everybody all the time, creating solutions for people. But actually it was, it was just as valuable for me to have the courage to ask for help. And ultimately when you ask for help and you get that that um you get the support that you need, I think all of us know as uh, humans are community creatures. We're, we're much better when we work together. You know yeah. nobody on in the history of humankind has ever been successful without somebody else's help so you know the the state of mind that i was in whether it was to do with me being um a stoic man that didn't want to admit defeat um whether it's because i'm the sort of person who is naturally um a facilitator um i'm not i'm not entirely completely sure perhaps that's something i'll find out more about in myself um as i get older but i know that um I know that my, and here, let's get into this, right? The relationship I had with my father had a huge impact on who I had become, and I got caught up in that. One of the things that I had to work on myself is separating myself as an individual away from my my father, you know. Uh, Whether I like it or not, I was trying to become the person that my father wanted me to be. Now, now don't get me wrong because I fought with my father my father wanted me to do this and that and whenever I did this he's like why are you doing that why don't you just go and get a good job you know when I went traveling it's like you need to get a good job so I fought against it for years but in the back of my mind in my subconscious like I'm not doing what my dad said I should be doing and that led to you're not good enough you know and the self-doubt about what I could achieve and I and I got to a point in my life where I couldn't get beyond, you know, a certain level of success. Something was holding me back. And that thing that was, was holding me back was my own belief about myself and it's connected to me trying to appease my father, you know. So um, my own the, the, my own battle I had with with myself about what's important you know, who I am, who I who I should be, who I needed to impress. You know, when I lost everything, at the same time, I fell out with my dad again. And that's a whole other story, right? Um, uh, I was like, I've created this thing. I don't know why I've created it. And I've lost it. And I don't really know why I've lost it. And so I was in the wilderness for, for a, a good year. I thought I was all right. I wasn't looking back at yeah. all um so you know there's uh, being aware of yourself being aware of the challenges that you've got as a man as a as a father and i think it's probably worth pointing out when we become fathers the game changes mm-hmm. you know um the the levels of responsibility change some take it on you know some run away from it some take to it naturally some are absolutely clueless. You know, it's where we need help. It's where, I tell you, one of the things I, I want to work on is, is how we support each other as fathers. Let's not hijack Mother's Day. No. You know, but but let's take a leaf out of mother's books, right? Mums all talk to each other. You know, mumsnet.com, if you've been on it, it's brilliant. They're all supporting each other, telling each other how, do, how you can deal with this, how you can deal with that. Now, some men might do it. And we might do it to some degree but actually if you think about it when you're sat with the lads and you start having a deep and meaningful conversation it might last for a few minutes and then someone starts taking the mickey and it goes out of there and it's lost mm-hmm. i don't know if you if you if you find that i mean people find men find it difficult to go that deep you know, I can do it with my best friends and it's usually when we've had a couple of drinks and it's like one or one or three of us around a campfire, nothing else to talk about what's really important, guys. You know, but but mums, they talk about it in the supermarket. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. they're,
1: they're happy to discuss the challenges they have and how they feel about themselves and whether they're doing things right or not and that they, they need you know help and no one helps them. You don't hear men saying that. You know? So I think that um, my, my own personal development got to a point where I had to question what, what, what is it about this? I, was, I became aware of you know, who I was being as a man and as a dad. What was important to me? Would I have to offer my son the best opportunity possible? And that means I have to get over myself. I have to get out of my own way. That's something you'll hear Gordon talking about, something he's impressed upon me. Um, and that meant taking responsibility. And there, there are three things that I talk about with regard to personal growth, and that's awareness, responsibility, and <clears> forgiveness. <throat> um, and I think, um, I, am I right to just tell a little bit a bit more about my relationship with my dad just to kind of put that into context?
0: Can do. Can we come back to it, though, Ned? I just yeah. want to say something on that. and Because listening to what you're saying, there's some comments and I want to share them because they're from three uh, females. and. I, I'm pretty certain all three, but well, one definitely, two are definitely mums. I think Kasia is a, a mum as well. Um, but I just funny, I've been doing my family history and listening to what you were saying, right? Okay. And all through my, if I, when I look at the Rudmans, they were either stone cutters, dock workers, foundry workers. My dad started in the foundry. He tried to change the, the thing a little oh. bit. Electrical engineer, guess what? I started doing and <laughs> yeah. simply like, no, I gotta change this plan completely, <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Um, and then when I looked on my mum's side, it was like quarry man, blah 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 blah. And then I, I go right back as farmer. So it was just funny, just how it was all like everyone was just doing the same thing, they even named hmm. themselves after each other. It was like, like John, 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 John. And then it got to me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you, parents. So, um, so it's just funny what does getting grit, and we probably don't even realize we're doing it, I, th- I guess. Um, and what I instill in my children, just do what you want to do. You want to do YouTube? Oh yeah, fine. My, my eldest, um, he loves programming. Right, let's let's get programming. So I, I feel it's important that we encourage um, you know our children that way. And. Listening to what you're saying as well, I, I've got a good, my circle of friends, I've had to like shrink it down. And there, there are a few male friends where I can talk deep and then there's, a, and yeah, but a lot of the time when it's all of us together, it don't take long before we're taking the mick out of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, My team are all females <laughs> that I have at the Academy, but I find actually, you're right, how I talk to them, Uh they say I've turned into a woman but I'm okay with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they call me the beat. You said, Matt, you're a bitch sometimes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, I, yeah. but I find that I can talk quite com I think we've, we had a few things that a few years back. It brought us tight as a unit and they're, they're like my family now. And I think it, you said something so, so important there is that we, you know, we do need as, as males to sit and talk that little bit more. I just want to share some of the comments that have been, um, come up. So Actually, let's share this one first. This is the most recent one. So, Kasha, thank you. So, so true men are afraid to look for support this way, and I think she's right. I think she's right. That, you know, it's it's a lesson that we need to, and it's all three, three females have commented. So, we, we got to take, uh, like you said, get out of our own way and take some of this advice. Um, mm-hmm. Next one. Mums know what they're
1: talking about, by the
0: way. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> this is from another great mom that we know, Ivana. Uh, it, uh, Ned, if you ever do podcasting, Ivana is a great person to get on a podcast. So, but Brilliant. making memories with children is the key. And if you go on Ivana's page, it's a lot. I mean, she, she's always smiling, she's always happy. But there's a lot with her and her son. And I just think, oh my gosh, you know, we need to learn from that. And it, I, I got a great mum here. Uh, yeah, there we go. It's from my mum. Said the retreat sounds thumbs up. Sounds great. Um, so that's that's three mums that have just come up and they they commented on and i think sometimes if i have like we've all got ego right and if i allow my ego to get in the way it's like no no <laughs> but we can't i think i think everything you said is absolutely spot on and and we've got three people kind of they're, they're pretty much saying the same thing they're, they're agreeing with it so it's like well that's good enough for me I, and i think yeah the retreat sounds amazing um mm. but yeah i wanted to say sorry i didn't want to butt, butt in too much there because you're on a roll um but i, I feel what you're about to say is absolutely going to solidify you know everything now
1: <clears throat> yeah i, I wanted to, i think it's worthwhile. And okay so we're, we're talking about men opening up okay um one of the things that i've learned and i had to learn was um if you think of anybody that you look at in life, whether it's you know world figures or people in your family, and you look at the um, who you believe to be courageous, and, and courage is, is where you um, act on a no cause, you know, do something because you know it's the right thing to do, even though you you're, it's going to hurt you to do it. Okay, look at anybody through history that's been courageous. Not one of them have done that. Has done that without burst being vulnerable and and this is the challenge that we have as men is how prepared are we to be vulnerable Mm. you know um and and frankly um you know and i'm talking about psychologically here because we're fortunate enough i say to my son you've got a head start because you're a bloke you don't have to feel that vulnerability that women experience um, in fact, um, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, the comedian, did a, does a, a really fantastic skit. I, I, I won't go into it, but he talks about once I'm having to um, uh, in his um, younger days um, being sent to pick up something from um, I think it was a drug dealer or something. And it was a, a backpack and he had to transfer this backpack across New York uh, or wherever he was. But there's twenty five thousand pounds in this backpack or dollars. Sorry. And he had to take it on the subway. And he said that was the first time he had any inkling of what it was like to feel vulnerable Mm -hmm. as a woman does. Because anyone on that could have taken that bag away from him. And everybody who knew that he had that would have seen it as valuable. And and it just gave me a real insight into, wow, I've, I've so got away with this scenario of being a bloke that I don't have to really consider being... And, you know, as a martial artist, I'm confident around people, and as an, as an individual, I'm confident. So there's that kind of physical vulnerability, but I'm I'm talking about you know vulnerability in opening up and accepting your faults, your your weaknesses, um, you know. And one of the challenges that I've I've had throughout my um, my, my years is my relationship with my dad. Um, when I was 14, uh, we had a, a row. You know, 14 year old mum and dad split up. I lived in one house. We used to go and see him every other weekend. And every weekend, he would, when we were driving, he would talk badly about my mum. And at 14 years old, I'd had enough. Um, and I told him. Uh, and I ran my mum. My mum came and picked me up. And I didn't speak to him for ages. Okay. Um, long story short, that happened three or four times. Um, and it confused me. As, as an 18-year-old, I didn't understand why my dad, you know, didn't want to be part of who I am and what I was doing. You know, yes, I challenged him. And I look back when in my 20s, I was like, but I was a kid. I was a teenager. Why didn't he reach out and respond to me? You know, what, where, at what point does he take responsibility for this because he's my dad and I'm, and I'm the kid, right? And then a couple of years ago, um, I'd repaired the relationship one more time. Uh, he'd found out that me and my wife had split up. He'd gotten, he found me, got in contact. So I just wanted to hook up with you. And so um, I was like, OK, uh, my son at the time, I hadn't spoken to him for years. My son was four. So this is an opportunity for my son and my, my dad to, to connect and um, everything was good. Uh, until he started to have a go at me again about what I was doing, you know, I was talking about before about get a good job, you know. And he, you know, again, was like, "What are you doing with this? You should do, you should do that, you should do this." And I was like, "Just can you stop with your opinion?" And what I said to him was, "Look, either you share your opinion or you see your grandson. It's up to you, because I can't handle your opinion anymore. Leave your opinion at home and see your grandson." So in no certain terms, he told me where to go, and I was like, "Well, here we are again." Okay. So at that point I was like, okay, it's just not going to work with me and my dad. That relationship is over. Okay. And I tried to let it go and I couldn't, I couldn't let it go. Right? So a few years ago I was you know, on the pathway to understanding what's important to me, knowing that I wanted to help other people, knowing that I wanted to, to, to teach, you know, to, to coach. And all the while in the back of my mind, I'm like, "How can I, how can I empower people to be the best version of themselves when I can't have a relationship with my own father?" You know, and um, and Gordon asked me about this. He he put it to me. He talked to me about his relationship with his parents, and I realised straight away. You know, it was like the mistake I'd been making is I would never forgive my father. Now I, I talk about awareness responsibility and forgiveness and you know if i was to to recount all the stories you'd be go i can't believe that happened you know this the fact of the matter is none of that helped me holding on to that that pain you know just didn't make any sense so i realized i had to let go of it i realized i had to um to forgive my dad and there was another level to this um I went to um, a coaching session. I don't know if you know Ryan Pinnock at all. Um, I I was lucky enough to. If if you're super genius, you've ever seen any of his stuff, check him out. He's brilliant. But I did a a week with him and uh, I had a huge realisation part of it. Um, If you're into meditation, um, we talked before about um, the universe, vibrations. I had a moment and I realised you know i hadn't taken responsibility for this relationship so um the next morning i got in my car and i drove to my dad's house i hadn't spoken to him for 18 months i knocked on his door i've got to tell you, my heart was leaping out of my chest right? i didn't know what he was going to say what he was going to do and he opened the door and i said i'm sorry and I didn't expect him or didn't. I wasn't waiting for his apology in return. I just wanted to apologise, okay? Um, he, he accepted my apology and invited me in and we sat down. And I have to tell you, the conversation that I had with him for the next 45 minutes to an hour just, just brought everything together about me as a young man, my relationship with him, who I am, my relationship with my son, there was a huge realisation that I had. Now, I think I might have mentioned to you before that um, my son um, uh, is autistic. Uh, he's uh, got ADHD. Now, he, he does fantastically. Um, he's on the higher uh, functioning end of the spectrum. Um, but, of course, anybody that's involved in, in autism understands that it uh, mostly happens with men, mostly happens th- through the male line, and when I sat down and looked at my dad and I questioned myself, okay, you know, what, where does autism fit in with, with who I am and, and what I do? And, and, and that's something for another day. But um, I looked at my dad and I was like. Oh, I can see his autism. I, I can see where there was a disconnect between mm-hmm. me and my dad. I can see where his lack of empathy. Was actually to do with, you know, truly who he is a, as a person not necessarily because of his uh, beliefs or values or anything like that and i'd been holding on to this pain about who my father was and how he treated me and and you know how who i'd become because of it and as soon as i forgave him I didn't tell him this wasn't me going. i forgive you dad
0: in yeah, my yeah.
1: own aunt, i yeah. forgave him and then i went and apologized and took responsibility for that relationship it was then that I was able to let go of all that pain. And it was from that moment I was truly able to become who I need to be, who, who I'm best at being. I'd no, no longer needed to point at the, the challenges that I'd had as a young man growing up with a fractious relationship. It's up to me now, you know. Um, I don't know if you've seen the film with Brad Pitt, Ad Astra.
0: I think I have, yes.
1: Anybody that's had a difficult relationship with their father, just watch it. It's a great little (laughs) film, anyways. You've got a suspension of disbelief. But the story is that you just need to let go of that relationship with your father and be your own self, be your own man. If you've grown up, you talked about with, with your father and what your father did, and you followed in his footsteps, you know. But to do that, I had to be aware of myself. I had to take responsibility and I had to forgive myself for my behaviour and I had to forgive my dad. And from there, you know, my whole perspective on life has has changed irrevocably and it's now all about, okay, how can I make a difference? How can I support other fathers, other men to be able to dig down into those things that are truly important and, and go, okay, this is the thing we've got to work on. Whether you like it or not, this is the conversation you need to have. This is what's going to make you feel vulnerable. And when you when you deal with that vulnerability, when you work through it, and, and mine was that challenge I had with my father, coming out of the end of the other side of it just feels so courageous. You get that power of, of, of true. I, know, I want to say masculinity but it doesn't have to be that because I'm sure women go but you know what I'm talking about when you're the best version of yourself when you're feeling great about who you are when you're when you're stood there and you've got your fraternity your, your members enjoying what they've achieved through their gradings like, this is this is who I am this is great you know this is what I need to do going through those vulnerable times. Has shown me how I can be courageous, and and that's why I step out and say, okay, let's talk about it. I, I made a mistake. I I my responsibility, at least half my responsibility, for for the marriage failure, for the failure in my relationship with my father, and for anything else I do from now on moving forward, I have to take responsibility for it. And and that's why I've I've created Nehad um, uh, Coaching. It's why I'm doing the adventurer. It's why I'm, I'm I did the personal power plan. Uh, five-day challenge so, so
0: all of that is about that empowerment for us as as men does that make sense yeah brilliant i love it <laughs> I into my seat uh kasha's left uh, another comment i'm just going to put it up again thank you kasha um so vulnerability is seen as a weakness especially in men's circle so sad though seen as a strength i totally agree mm. um I, but it takes time it, it does it, it takes time for us to you know realize that and i think sometimes we have to you know we have to go into that cave of fear um become vulnerable with it um mm-hmm. and seek out that, that treasure which again is, is that purpose you've got some great events coming up so what's the next event you have coming up ned
1: so i'll be doing i've just finished um the five day personal power plan challenge which was it was great you know um what i love about it is uh people come into it kind of a little bit scared and yeah. just a very simple process, um, uh, identify what's important to them, uh, figure out one thing, and choose what they're going to change. Um, and from that, we create a plan which um, they can be accountable to. Uh, and the idea is, you know, t- to make a difference in the things that are most important to you. So that's what the, the five-day challenge I'm going to be doing that again in July. Um, so, you know, I, I, won't, I won't be shouting about it now. Um but I, I always do um, what they call in, in coaching circles, discovery sessions. I'm more than ha- happy to give my time to people. Okay? This, is the, this is the way I work as a coach. Um, when somebody connects with me, if they feel that what I have to say is meaningful to them and they feel like they want to talk to me, then I'll give them my time. Uh, and that would mean that I'll book an hour with them or two hours with them, whatever it needs. Um, and I'll listen and talk and chew it over and share with them any knowledge or wisdom that I might have. And, and if during those two hours we feel like there is something that we want to continue, well, then I talk to them about how you can become part of my program. Um, but if, if that doesn't happen, hey, it doesn't matter because that person is helping me fulfill my purpose. Which is helping people live, learn, and grow. So, that's that's the the things I'm doing uh, in the next few months. What's coming up in the long run is, as I've mentioned before, is uh, Dadventurer. Um, what I'm creating is the uh, the Dadventurer Mountain Mindset. Uh, sorry, Mountain Mastermind, uh, and that that's going to be an opportunity for um, for dads to take a week away from everything that they do okay um because first of all escaping from what we do every day is is so empowering and and this is why i love going uh, snowboarding love hitting the mountains because it's such a departure from from everything that we do um i want to take a group of um of dads away to the mountains and and what we'll do is um we'll have um uh, yoga uh, and meditation sessions in the morning we'll have a hearty breakfast we'll go out into the, the slopes and we'll get some some ski coaching on the slopes we'll have lunch on the top of the, the hill and then in the afternoons uh, we'll have some mastermind sessions that will work on personal development on business development on fatherhood uh, and then throughout the week we're going to have a few challenges There are going to be some snow challenges uh, there's going to be um, nights out, skidoos, you know, toys. Um, Where's my credit know? card? Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my today.
0: yeah, man, I'm sold.
1: <laughs> exactly. And the idea here is for us to, to go and, and get to that point where as a group of men, yeah, we can have that conversation, you know, and, you know, we can share with each other. I love masterminds because I've got yeah. lots to offer. But when you get a room, room of 10 men together, there's so much wealth, mm. you know, and, you know, um, I'm connected with lots of uh, martial artists, business owners, all of them that I speak to, you know, I've got something to give. And when you mastermind like that in an idyllic location, in a place where we get to, to challenge each other physically, emotionally, personally, and take that, that challenge onto the slopes as well. And go out and have a few drinks and eat pizza and eat well and, you know, and hopefully come home reinvigorated, you know, so that we can then take what we've learned and share that with our families, share that with our siblings, empower those people that we live with, you know, instead of instead of being affected by the situation you're in, you know, changing the situation that you're in, being the energy that is positive and, and, and getting that from from that retreat long, long term. What I I was talking to you about before is what I'd really love to do is I'd love to be able to take dads and their kids um, away so that they can grow together, not apart. One of the things that happened to me was me and my father, we grew apart because we never had anything that we were working on together. We didn't give that spirit of adventure, you know, and taking, uh, so let's say a father and son, or a father and a daughter, away giving them challenges, giving them coaching, supporting them, letting them have time together, quality time together, and supporting them in that environment so that they can have that thing that they keep. It means instead of growing apart, they grow together. You know, that's that's my long long
0: term goal for the retreat. So
1: exciting times for me because it's just connected to everything that I want to do. You know.
0: No, I, I, it's brilliant. I think um, so. It just sounds amazing. I, I think the the master, you know, the first one with the, the mastermind. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, and being, if, if, you know, creating that event and you know Ed, but for those watching as well, being around some like minded people, um, it'd be so powerful. I think um, whenever I, you know, every mastermind I, I've, I've been on or been part of, that even hosted a couple, you just get so much so much from it, 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 it you cannot i can't even put a value on it to be honest because just in terms of oh and you make great friends as well you know from that mm. I, I, and again then that that that, that retreat the, the next one with something to do with, with, with the children so important and, and you reminded me of a couple of things for you know just Listening you speak today, and think I just I trying to um when my boys are with me, I've got three boys, so it's, I have to try and rotate some that one to one time. Um, yeah. I haven't done it, so I need to do that again. And just we call it, you know, this is that special time. And maybe my mum might take the other two away, or yeah, you know, the you know, is kind of alright, but just just having that time, yeah, you know, with them. Like the lockdown last year was just invaluable to me. Mm. It's been great for business, but hey who cares? You know the wealth isn't always about money it's about everything that's in here and that you know like you said Watch keeping up. That... yeah um oh my god i'm gonna get you on again because it's been an absolute pleasure it's the longest good. i've gone in ages no 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 that's good it's good thank you everyone that's commented this um you know that's why i like We get that interaction and you know get some it, it provokes our mind so um some really great key points have been made today, Ned. So thank you so much. Uh, I think Gordon's on in a couple of weeks. I uh, got Jeanette Linfoot. I think you know Jeanette. I
1: know Jeanette, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, she's
0: next week. So looking forward to that one. Um, yeah, good times. Thank you, Ned. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Give it a share. Drop some comments below on anything we've talked this evening, and um, one of us would definitely respond. I know it. And if you are interested in finding out more about some of the work Ned is doing, then just uh, it's okay to drop your message if you've got an email, um, a, a website, or it just message you. You can,
1: you can find me on social media, Ned Shackett. Type it in.
0: There is only one. There's only one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. I hope I get to meet you very soon properly. All right? Likewise. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, everyone. See
1: you next week. Thank you, Matt.